and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. We are going through our Genesis to Revelation miracle series. And today, we are continuing with the book of Acts. We saw how the Holy Spirit used uh, Philip in proclaiming Christ to the Samaritans. Today, we will see the Spirit continue to use Philip in advancing God's kingdom even beyond Samaria. It's a bit of a lengthy passage. We're going to read from Acts chapter 8, verses 26 to 40. Now, an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south, to the road that goes down from Jerusalem, to Gaza. This is a desert place. And he rose and went. And there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of, the, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning, seated in his chariot. And he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah, the prophet, and asked, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this, Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? for his life is taken away from the earth. And the eunuch said to Philip, About whom, I ask you, does the prophet say this, about himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with the scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What prevents me from being baptized? And he commanded the chariot to stop, and they both went down into the water, Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more, and went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. This is the word of the Lord for us this morning. You know, all throughout the text we read, we see the work of the Spirit. From beginning, from beginning to end, the Holy Spirit was at work in using Philip to reach the Ethiopian eunuch and help him understand the life-changing message of salvation. Now, how did the Holy Spirit direct Philip? What were the ways he was involved in this mission? Let's look at those and realize how God works His miraculous power in our everyday lives. I'll go back to verse 26. In verse 26, it says, An angel of the Lord approached Philip and said, Rise and go toward the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. What we see is that God was sending Philip to Gaza through the angel. It wasn't uh, said what he was going to do there. It was a simple instruction. Go to that street. You know, I wonder what Philip was thinking. Lord, is there a specific address? I would have asked that, you know. What will I find there? How can I prepare? You know, we could put ourselves 
in, uh, in his shoes, in the shoes of Philip. And in, desire, in our desire to know the details, sometimes we forget the message. The angel, God through the angel, was sending Philip on a mission. Now let's look at what Philip did. In verse 27, it says, And he rose and went. And there, and there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. Philip went, and he went. He saw this Ethiopian eunuch, you know, he had come to, who had come to Jerusalem to worship. When God sent, Philip obeyed and went. Did he have questions? Maybe, maybe not. It wasn't said. He did not know what was awaiting him where God was sending. He did not know that after his obedience would come the beginning of a breakthrough among the Gentiles. This Ethiopian eunuch, they say, may be considered the first convert among the Gentiles. Not only that, he held a high position in the office of the Queen of Ethiopia. He was like their um, minister of finance. This man had influence. Philip did not know that. You know, sometimes we have questions when we, said, when we sense God leading us somewhere. At times, our questions don't always get answered until we obey. Philip knew one thing and thus obeyed. And what we need to remember is this one thing. God sends us on mission. Ultimately, it is God who sends us. We may think it's our small group leader, our parents, our pastors. The mission is always from God. And it will do us well to always remember that. Now let's jump to verse 28. And was returning, seated. This was referring to the minister, to the Ethiopian eunuch. And was returning, seated in his chariot, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, go over and join his chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him uh, reading Isaiah. He was reading aloud. He was reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, do you understand? Philip asked him, do you understand what you are reading? You know, when Philip obeyed, God gave him the next steps. Philip did not receive specific details. He was just commanded to go to the street, going to Gaza. Once he got there, God gave him the next steps. The what-ifs of life at times cause some of us to hesitate when God sends us. When we have questions and do not know what the next steps may be, we hesitate to go where God wants us to go, where God is sending us. We hesitate to do what he tells us to do. Yet we see an important reminder in Philip's life. The Spirit directs our steps as we obey. It is the Spirit of God who will direct their steps. All we need to do is obey. When God sends us, He will also give us the next steps and show us what to do. Let's go to, now going to verses 31 to 34. Let's go to the text we read. It says, And He said, How can I unless someone guides me? Here was the Ethiopian eunuch. Philip was asking, Do you understand? And he says, How can I? I need someone to guide me. Now, the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this. And here it says, Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For this life is taken away from the earth. Who would have thought that what awaited Philip was a conversation about the Savior? The Ethiopian eunuch was already searching. Philip did not know that. 
the Holy Spirit was already doing His work in the heart of the Ethiopian eunuch. Philip just had to be there and guide this seeker. The man was already seeking. And when Philip got there in obedience to God, as they say, the rest is history. You know, the, in verse 34, the eunuch said to Philip, About whom, I ask you, does the prophet say this? Was it about himself or about someone else? He was really asking. You know, it was not the job of Philip to get the Ethiopian eunuch to be at the point of readiness to hear and receive the message of the Savior. Yet that wasn't his job. He just had to be there and guide him. The Holy Spirit had already prepared him. You know, friends, we need to remember, the Spirit prepares the harvest. You know, we get so caught up with a lot of the details and our own limitations. I know because sometimes I am like that. We forget that ultimately, God is the one who prepares the hearts of people for the harvest. He gets them to that point where they will be ready to make the proclamation of faith themselves. In verses 35 and 36, Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with the scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. When the Ethiopian eunuch asked, Philip started talking to him about Jesus. And yeah, eventually, as they were talking about Jesus, as Philip was explaining it to him, they were in the chariot. And verse 36 says, As they were going uh, along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What prevents me from being baptized? You see, this wasn't just a proclamation of faith. The eunuch went all the way and got baptized. Again, we see how the work of the Spirit is apparent in this situation, even leading them to a rare body of water where the eunuch could get baptized. What do we see? God brought success. And you know, as we allow God to use us for His plans and purpose, we can trust Him to complete the work that He has also planned all along and bring success, especially when we reach out to people. It is the Spirit who brings success to our mission. And we need to remember that. Success comes from God. As we end, let us think. What are the things God is asking us to do? Which places or groups of people is He telling us to go to? Who is it that you are feeling led to reach out to? In what area of your life are you hesitating to fully obey God? I encourage you today to remember Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, and how the Holy Spirit was there all throughout the time Philip was sent on a mission. He sent Philip, but actually was already ahead of him to prepare the heart of the eunuch for this life-changing encounter with our God. He ultimately brought success to the mission of Philip. Friends, we can always trust and obey when God sends us to do something. The Holy Spirit will guide and see us through. As we end, let me pray for all of us that we may walk in obedience and always trust the leading of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Lord, thank you that you are the one sending us on mission, that our triune God is the one sending us on mission, and you never leave us on our own. Lord, we thank you that we can always trust the Holy Spirit to direct our steps, that as you send us on mission, as you ask us to do something, your guidance will always be there, and it is you who will guarantee the success of what we do. 
as, as we obey you. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters in this morning worship and prayer. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to them today, that you would make clear to them the mission that you have for them and give them the faith, Lord, to obey you every step of the way. Pray this in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Why don't we sing this song again in worship? So many things vie for my affection, but you alone have my heart's devotion. It's only you who can satisfy my wandering heart with your love divine. So many things vie for my affection, but you alone have my heart's devotion. It's only you who can satisfy my wandering heart with your love divine. So many things fight for my affection, but you alone have my heart's devotion. It's only Thank you for joining us this morning. We hope to see you again tomorrow. Meanwhile, let me speak this benediction, this blessing from the book of Numbers upon everyone. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you, everyone. Have an amazing day. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.